You are listening to the Steadfast Life Podcast with Jake and Witt, where we take your questions and offer our answers. We're here to give you what you're looking for, whether that's value, entertainment, or just some laughs. Welcome back to the Steadfast Life Podcast, or welcome if this is your first time. My name is Jake, and I am half of the coaching team here at Steadfast Life Coaching. I'm actually an assistant life coach. I consider myself the world's only assistant Christian life coach, and I coach alongside my wife, Whitney, who is the head coach. She's the the fierce one that will sort of dig in and stir up your transformation, and I sit on the side of her and let you know that you're safe and you're okay and that everything's going to work out in your favor. And so we team up together and we coach all of our clients just side by side. And it's a super fun experience, a super fun journey. And a lot of questions come up when I tell people this is what we do. Like, what do you guys do for a living? Oh, we're Christian life coaches. And basically they're like, what is that? What What is it that you do? And so I figured I would just take this opportunity to sort of explain that. There are three main things that people are confused about or people have questions about when I say that's what I do. The first is what's a life coach? And the second is what's a Christian life coach and why is that something that matters? And then third is more like specifically what do you and Wit do? What is it that you offer? So I'm just gonna walk through that real quick. There is a definition of a life coach that I think I remember from a little certification that I went through so that I could have a piece of paper that said I was a life coach. But the the idea is that a life coach is someone who partners with their client in a thought-provoking and creative way to maximize their personal and professional potential. And that is what we do, definitely. That is part of it. And then the Christian part of it is that We just do that in a container that honors the values that Christians have in terms of who Jesus is in their life and the authority of the Bible and sort of staying within the boundaries that that Jesus provides for us in the the way that, that he suggests that we live our life. So for the most part, a secular life coach would sort of help their client um, look within themselves for uh, inspiration to sort of look into their heart for their passions, for their desires, to see what it is they want to contribute to the world, what it is they want from the world, how they would define success if they looked from their end of their life backward, what what would make them say about themselves, hey, you you did a good job, you came and, and did what, what you were here to do, you contributed to the world what you were meant to contribute. And also to stir up their thinking, to take a look inside their mind and let their thoughts come out to the surface so that they can be evaluated, all within the context that whatever we think and believe about the world, about our circumstances, about our goals, our ambitions, or our limitations is going to determine how we feel. And and those feelings are going to be a fuel that is going to... Um, motivate or not motivate action and those actions lead to result. And so the idea is that it all starts with your thinking. And so any life coach that I'm aware of, any reputable life coach that I've come across, it's not so much the cultural viewpoint of a life coach that it's like accountability and it's goal setting and it's just saying, where are you and where do you want to go? It's more about taking a look 
at the mechanism that runs your drive. What it is that you do, what you want to do, there is goal setting, but it's more like getting clarity about the vision of your purpose that you have here, of how you are going to measure how you are a success and what's holding you back. And so there's a lot of tools that come along with this. There's self-awareness tools. A lot of them involve journaling. We call one a, a thought download, things like that. Um, there are tools like self-compassion and emotion, emotional maturity or emotional adulthood, taking reckless responsibility for the circumstances in your life, being at cause rather than at effect. Um, all these different things that are sort of the secular view of life coaching, secular tools, I will call them. They, they are consistent whether you're in Christian or non-Christian life coaching. They're just sort of a broad part of what life coaching is. And then the Christian aspect is that, yes, use all of those tools, take advantage of all of that insight into human beings, how they think and how their thoughts motivate the results that are in their life, but sort of wrap them in with biblical teaching with the example of Jesus Christ and our purpose that at the we all have kind of the same end game to be kingdom minded to to end up there and and while we're here how how can we advance the kingdom one of the ways i like to frame this is that god built me with certain desires and those desires may not be specifically the desires that i'm sort of asked to imitate that are revealed through christ in the gospel a desire to grow a business, for example. However, I believe that that desire is from God and that what he's asking me to do is to co-labor with him so that we can work together to pursue that goal. And as I pursue a goal of growing a business, of building a business, God is asking me to invite him on that journey and, and grow a relationship along the way. And so as I keep setting out what my next goal is, he's just sort of saying, let me come along with you. Let's build this relationship. And along the way, as the relationship is built, kind of two things are happening. One is that he is guiding where my next goal is going to be and, and leading me somewhere that I choose to believe is somewhere beautiful and amazing. And, and simultaneously, we're growing closer together as he is sort of uh, supernaturally helping me along the way. And, and I can just learn to trust him as we go. So when this is presented to Christians specifically, there are kind of two responses. One, one is that, oh, you know, so you just pray about stuff because you're a Christian coach. So, so you just pray about it and trust that God's going to provide it. And on the other side, like, uh, I don't know, I think you're you're kind of getting into like a worldly pursuit going after stuff that's not really specifically addressed as, as a noble pursuit in the gospel. And so I think it's, you're kind of going into idolatry. I think it's getting into a weird space of self-help where I don't trust what's going on over there. So I kind of want to address that. Um, primarily that first, the first category is almost this like, look, I have Jesus, why would I need a coach? <laughs> that, that sort of mindset. And I think that what you'll find is that often there's a disconnect between what we know, what we learn through imitating Christ, studying our faith, studying the Bible, and, and sort of just being equipped through our church, and, and the actual application, day-to-day, real-life, this is how I address this problem that's right in front of me right now. There's a little bit of a disconnect between those two things sometimes, like, you know, 
what we know and then knowing how to do it when the moment arises. And I believe that that God sort of designed the whole system in such a way that we're dependent on each other, that the pursuit of him works best in community and almost as if we're a body of Christ, so to speak, that I can help someone else along the way, even though I'm not inventing the right way to live a life, I'm, I'm simply walking alongside someone, as we said in the, in the initial definition, I'm coming alongside someone in a thought-provoking and creative process to help them maximize their potential, both personally and professionally. Christian coaching is not about telling you what to do or teaching you concepts that you can't already find on your own in the Bible about how to pursue your best in life. It's really about a relationship. It's about you and I teaming up together to take this walk and, and for me to sort of hold space to stay on the sideline while you play the game. You're the one on the field. I'm the one on the sideline. And we can communicate back and forth in relationship to help you find out what is, what is the most efficient way? What is the best way for you? What's going to be the most fun way for you to go from where you are to where you want to go next? And, and kind of help you walk through those seasons where you tend to find yourself stuck or not taking action and you're not really sure why. It's a relationship dedicated to listening to you, revealing your thinking, evaluating your thoughts, and helping you take on the beliefs that will actually help you step into the purpose that God has for you in your life. A Christian coach will challenge any negative beliefs that you have that might be holding you back that you're totally unaware of and and take those negative beliefs and sort of um, recognize them, break agreement with them, and then bind to the viewpoint of God, agree with the way that God sees you as a, as a wonderful son or daughter of his. And that, that mindset, that framework, that perspective on who you are and your identity, it just helps you take the steps that will lead you toward the purpose he has for you. One major concept of life coaching is that most, if not all decisions are made based on a a pattern of thinking or a pattern of beliefs. And those beliefs are determined by what you think about the situations that you're in. Are they good situations or bad situations? And so your, ex your experiences determine what you believe. And then what you believe determines how you feel. How you feel determines the actions you take and the actions determine the results that you see in your life. And so sometimes we have these patterns, these patterns of believing that maybe served us at one time in our life, but they have outgrown their usefulness. And so those those beliefs that, that have sort of uh, outlived their usefulness, they are now hindering our decision-making process and we end up seeing results that we don't want to see. The process of going in, evaluating, and, and sort of turning the dials on that situation, in a nutshell, that's what life coaching is. Now, the advantage of a Christian coach is that once that's done, once these thoughts come to the surface, once these thoughts are evaluated and what you believed has been revealed, once you take your thoughts captive, a Christian coach is someone that you can kind of let your guard fully down and trust that they will then have the same goal that you do to make those thoughts obedient to Christ. A good example is that the, the initial coaching training that Witt and I got you know, it was this exactly what I've been describing. Thoughts cause feelings, feelings cause actions, actions cause results. And so once you understand how that works, you can put anything you want in the R line. That's like a, a very common phrase. You can put whatever you want in the results line. 
And what you can kind of see about yourself, I guess, a very revealing process would be then to take a look at what do you put in the R line. It, it tells you a lot about you. And so some of our colleagues, they may put millions of dollars in the R line. They may put celebrity in the R line. They, they may put helping the poor in the R line. Like you could put anything you want there. So if you really could put anything you wanted there, then what would you put there? And, and if you put something in there like uh, salvation and ushering God's kingdom into earth today, something like that. So I'm trying to think of a very Christian, <laughs> Christian aspiration and a big purpose. And you think about, okay, well then what are the actions I would take for that? And so what I found is an advantage of, of Christian coaches is that we all kind of want to put the same thing in the R line. We've got sort of a similar set of values. Now I've been coached by secular coaches and they're amazing. They do wonderful things, have a great, you know, way of looking into my mind, of showing me, you know, what dials I can turn to sort of change the results that I'm getting, all that stuff. But I can never fully let down my guard on my mindset, my framework, and what I think because I don't necessarily know where they stand in terms of Christ being God and, and what he's done for us and what he asked us to do while we're here. And so that, to me, is the advantage of specifically going after Christian coaching versus secular coaching. Now, the resistance I had to seeking out Christian coaching was I was worried that I was going to come to someone at my lowest point with the, you know, in, in my darkest moment, in my most hopeless, and they were just going to say, look, God's got a plan for everything. Just pray about it. Next. <laughs> I was like, no, there, there's, it's not that any of that is untrue. It's just that I'm looking for more than that. And this concept of, of God designing the world in such a way that my pursuit of Christ is done best in community. And there are people here to pour into me. I'm, I was looking for having a little bit more poured into me in that case. And so I've been a little bit turned off by Christian guidance when all it ever was, was, Hey, just pray about it. Just trust that God has a plan. I just wanted more details. I wanted to know more. What could I do right now? Where am I making an error in doing that? Even if that's what I was going to do. It reminds me of a soccer coach that I had one time where we, he called a timeout in a game when we were losing. And, and he says, he says, listen, I don't know what you guys are doing wrong out there. It's boom, 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 goal. What's the problem? And it's like, you're not wrong, coach. Like, you're not wrong. Boom, 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 goal would be a great solution to this. However, I'm going to I'm gonna need to, to uh, drill down a little bit on what it is you want me to do right here in this moment. Because somewhere between one boom and another boom, something is going wrong and I'm not sure where it is. And I want to talk about it on a... A, a more insightful level, a, a more creative and thought-provoking way. And so that that's kind of where I was nervous about Christian coaching and where I love stepping into that space is because when I will never do that. We will always drill down with you. And, and we know that, yes, the idea is to just trust God, but that sometimes we need more than that in the moment in order to be able to do that. So the other question that people have for us is what do you and Wit offer? And I would say that primarily what we offer is self-trust. 
that we think that's sort of a foundational piece of any growth that you're going to do, anything that you want to pursue, is the ability to trust yourself, to kind of know that you will do what you say, that you can depend on yourself to follow through on the plans that you set forth. Now, the good news is if you're like, hey, I've tried some plans and I didn't follow through, perfect, me too. It does not require perfection. As a matter of fact, that's probably one of the biggest lies that holds people back from living a consistent life, living with intentionality, pursuing the daily renewal of their mind that, that the Bible prescribes, is this idea that you either have it or you don't, you're either consistent or you're not. It's either perfect or it's flawed. Well, it, we just we want to put that to the side. We want to break agreement with that lie, and, and we want to bind, bind ourselves to the, the truth that we can do all things through Christ. And, and so that is sort of the idea as we're looking to let all of our clients believe that they can count on themselves to do what they say. At some point or another in the investigation with any client about what is holding them back from continuing to do what they say, from starting and stopping, from, from saying like, hey, I'm going to do this thing, and then they end up not doing it is at some point always there is a circumstance that's being blamed for a feeling. Something in their life has happened and, and they have this feeling. And like if I could just have this feeling go away, I, I would take different actions. Because like we said, feelings are the fuel for your actions. And so maybe they're feeling defeated, but they're trying to do big things you know that, that require a lot of self-discipline. Well, a feeling like defeated, it's not going to work. You're going to keep trying it and then it's going to fall apart. And they're like, well, I can't feel defeated because I have this circumstance in my life. And it, it's always something like that. I've got a feeling and I'm blaming this circumstance. And so I cannot take this action, which leads to, I need my life to be different. I need this person to be different. I need this job to be different. I need where I live to be different. I need my past to be different. I need my health to be different. I need one of these things to be different so that I can feel in such a way that I can take this action and do it. And so they're like, what I need to do, my solution is to, to change or fix or somehow alter the person, the job, the place, my health, I've got to change that thing. And I know that that's where my solution lies. I've got to change that thing in order to be okay, but that thing's not in my control. And that's where anxiety shows up because now I need to control something that is out of my control in order for me to be okay. That is a very anxiety producing solution to come up with and to live from in my life. And so now the person's like, ah, I'm anxious and I don't know why. I don't like the anxiety. And so I'm going to eat some ice cream. In this sort of a story, in this tale, everything hinges on how you feel. And so you can only be consistent if you feel like it. And I love the way Joyce Myers describes what it's like when all of your consistency is dependent on how you feel. She says, I already know what you're going to feel like doing. You're going to feel like sitting on the couch, watching cartoons and eating donuts. <laughs> Having the way that you show up be dependent on your feelings is simply unstable. I'm sure you've experienced it. You're one way one day and, and you're another way another day. And what we're looking to offer is some stability, that you can stay consistent regardless of, of what comes down the road, that you can remain steadfast, literally what we named our company after. We teach you to live on the other side of, the, of your feelings, to take authority over your thinking. Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Your authority is in your thinking. Now, 
I know that God has gifted you and I know that God has a purpose for your life and you may be waiting for him to unleash you (laughs) on the world. You may be waiting to step into that purpose and you're like, what is taking so long? And the bottom line is that God needs to be able to depend on you, that people need to be able to depend on you, that you need to be able to depend on you. And you can't be depended on if you're unstable. You can't depend on you. People can't depend on you if you're one way one day and another way another day. Jesus is the rock. He is solid. He remains steadfast. He continues to do good things when good things are not being done to him. He has peace that goes beyond understanding, peace that goes beyond the circumstances or events. The stuff that's happening in your life may not evoke peace. He still has peace. And we are called to imitate Christ. That is why Witt and I built this specific program is because we want to teach you to remain steadfast so that you can depend on you, God can depend on you, and it will finally be time for you to be unleashed to your purpose. So I hope that clears some some things up. We have found Christians who are kind of leery of life coaching because they worry that it kind of goes into this sort of secular idolatry, lifting up myself above Christ and, and things that we really don't want to be doing. And we've also come across Christians who think that uh, Christian life coaching really isn't for them because I think it's not going to offer me any tangible tools. It's, it's going to be too zoomed out. It's just going to be like, hey, trust God and everything's going to be okay. What we want to do is put both of these fears to bed by inviting you to check out Steadfast Life Coaching. We invite you to stop, to pause to take a look at what we offer and then pray about it. Ask God what he thinks. Find out what his next step is for you. And if maybe this is the time to start increasing your stability, to start increasing your spiritual maturity to the point that you're ready to be unleashed to God's purpose with the gifts that he has put in your life. That's what we do. (laughs) We just take one step at a time. We take a step and we pause and we pray about it and we ask, hey, God, is this the direction you want us to go? Is, is, Is this what you have for us? How can you equip us to better be dependable, to be stable, to remain steadfast? That is what we have been doing that has led us to here, which is the same place that you are on this video where our lives have intersected. And so we know that it works, we trust it, and we look forward to hearing what you think should happen next. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to that. Whit and I really appreciate it. But we don't want to just leave you there. If you're ready to make the jump from this sort of passive consumption to really taking some action towards transformation, we want to remind you that this is probably not a one-and-done sort of endeavor. This is something that's going to take daily renewal of your mind and some consistency. With that in mind, Wit and I have built the course called Trust You, where you can learn to trust yourself and we can walk alongside you as you build your consistency and your ability to do what you say. If that stirs something inside of you, head over to steadfastlifecoaching.com. There's a good chance it's just what you're looking for.